Under cover of night People are drowning in a sea of light The devil's holding your life on the line Angels are calling, praying for time Something's gotta give, something's gotta break Hi everybody, I'm Jimmy Hewins here. Welcome to the Public Safety View and uh, I'm right here on this podcast and I hope you enjoy uh, the, the the season premiere of a podcast last week and uh, and I'm very, very grateful and we're on Anchor FM and now we are streaming on Softocity. It's now it's available so it's open to the public. So I hope you're going to tune in in this podcast and I hope this, uh, this will help us keeping you in conversation and keeping you informed what's happening here in the city of Quincy and what's happening outside of the city of Quincy. And I know, and this uh, this is a very, very cool, uh, the, uh, very cool podcast, and I hope it's going to be very awesome. It's going to be very exciting, and this is going to be awesome to share with you and what's happening in, in your neighborhood and when it comes to the public health safety and security and transportation and uh, I hope this is going to be awesome conversation and we, we will we're going to keep this city moving forward and we're going to try to keep a peace that's what we want to do and and I hope this is going to be awesome show so we got a lot of things to talk about and uh, we're going to a lot of things to talk about we're going to talk about e-vaping and also e-cigarette and we're going to talk about that in in this discussion in just just a moment uh, I just want a couple announcements to remind you that uh, we have a city, a city of president 5K road race. It's on this weekend. It's going to be on Sunday, uh, September 29th. It's going to be beginning at 9:30. Uh, the race will be taking place there at Adamsville, where uh, located one Mary Mile Parkway. Uh, the registration is going to be and also checking in. You will get a T-shirt. You get a bib. And you got ready to go. So uh, the race is going to be starting. A starting line is going to be here at Marymount Parkway. They're going to go all the way to the Furnishable Parkway, all the way to the Hancock Street, and to uh, Fennel Street, to the Quincy Store Drive, and then uh, Furnishable Parkway, then towards to uh, Marymount Parkway on the finish line. So it's going to be great race. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be packed. And uh, I believe uh, last year, I believe this morning, a lot of runners all over the place and all over the South Shore. Some of them were Quincy, some of them out of outside of Quincy, like Boston, Cambridge, Watertown, uh, everything you know, you name it. So, so this is a great way to uh, to raise awareness about um, honoring of Emily Sara. Many of you know the story about. Emily saw was killed in uh, by the drunk driving, on um, drunk drivers uh, in Maine back in uh, uh, happening in twenty, I believe it's uh, twenty. Uh, I believe it's in twenty fifteen back in August when I was in New York, uh, tending to uh, my uh, my cousin's wedding, and I received a uh, daily briefing about what's happened on Emily's accident in New York and and I was brief about it and I didn't attend uh, the funeral services 
at the Cohen. We just got back from a long drive from New York, heading back home here in Quincy, and and I've been hearing a lot of story about it about what happened to Emily's passing. Uh, this is a great way to honor Emily Sora because uh, she's a graduate from North Quincy High School, and she wants to be become a teacher at the Central Middle School, and. Um, and it's a it's a very very emotional tragedy and and uh, we want to honor Emily Sora on this race for the city of President by Kane and this is a great opportunity and I want to thank to all the everybody's in uh, the city of President by K committee team are working very very hard tirelessly to raise money to raise awareness about uh, health and fitness and also helping people get through this, try to stay healthy and a healthy choice, trying to stay active, stay in shape, and that's a great thing. So and it's a good cost, and I, I think this is a great opportunity. So, And I think that the City of President 5K is going to be on September 29th, beginning at 9.30, so it's going to be held at uh, Adamsville, uh, One Mary Moth Parkway. This is going to be part of our 22nd annual Quincy Art Festival is going to be taking place there, so I hope you can make it. And I know I know a lot of you is going to have a lot of fun, a lot of music, a lot of de a lot of food, excellent food by done it by the Quincy High School Culinary Arts Student Program, and they're going to be doing the cooking for you. So they're going to cook pasta, hamburger, cheeseburger, you name it. Okay, you name it. All right, so this is going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be very cool. So I hope you can make it. So join us. Uh, City of Fresno by K. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I want to thank you with the Quincy Police Department Special Operation Unit. Uh, handling by, uh, you know who that guy is. Uh, Lieutenant Mark Kennedy and his team is going to be in charge of that. Escorting them. And also we got special uh, the community policing team. Um... Yeah, I I don't know if I I don't know Officer Harnett is gonna be there, so I'm not I know I know it's a little confusing which Harnett I'm talking about. You know my uh, the team leader of a community policing unit, uh, the Officer Gray Harnett is gonna be there. I don't know yet, so we'll have to wait and see. And he's gonna be there as well. He's gonna be on bike with us, so and he'll be with us. So rally to um, the city of Fresno by K. It's gonna be awesome. It's going to be beautiful weather, and I hope it's going to bring sunshine. I hope as long as there's no rain in there at this point. So we're going to keep an eye on that and the weather forecast. So I hope you can make it. Um, the Quincy Police Department, and I want to thank the State Police and the DCR are are helping us out out there for the City of President 5K on the Quincy Short Drive uh, area and the Furnace Park Parkway area. So I want to thank the DCR. And Massachusetts Environmental Police Department, they're always here with us, so, and we couldn't do it without them, and we could have done it without them. We always owe them a favor, so, and I, I you know, we love them very much, so, Bruce EMS is going to be with us, so, at the road race, so, uh, Bruce EMS is going to be there, and with us, and they're going to be on bike, they're going to be in, in, the, in the ambulance on the fleet, so, they're going to be with us, and uh, I'm going to be with you all the way to the race and uh, for the 5K. I'm going to be checking on them to make sure that everything is run smoothly. Uh, you will see uh, you will see me there, and uh, and we're going to make sure this race is going to be go perfect. And I'm going to escort them to all the way to finish line and to make sure uh, everything is everything back to normal as well. So the road closure is going to be taking place at 9 o'clock, so uh, please be aware of that. Uh, the uh, the traffic advisory has been in taking place, so uh, please make sure check with the Quincy Police Department on Facebook page and Twitter, and also you can check on me, and we will update you and constantly to see if a road is going to be reopened or still closed. We don't know yet, so we don't want to give out any uh, accurate information at this time. We will keep you posted as we as we developing, so we will. We will update you in real time, and uh, I'm going to be out there on the field, and we're going to be checking around again one more time if we have to, uh, if we have to, um, if necessary. So uh, if, if there's anybody else last minute, 
and we, we, we will check out any runner or walker at the last minute are still catching up. Um, it, it depends on that. So, so please make sure, uh, please be sure that the uh, traffic advisory are taking place. And this is, a, this is a very, very important. So, uh, uh, the race is going to be starting at 9.30. So, uh, it is going to be delayed. It's going to be, takes a while, uh, to get everything, uh, back in order. So once we, the runner are in place, then I will be, uh, I want to be out there on the field. So, um. And we're gonna check on the check on the runner to make sure everything runs smoothly, and uh, and then we'll be back here at the Marymount Potway, uh, for the ceremony and uh, the food is gonna be awesome. So it's gonna be awesome. All right. So I hope you see you there. Um, we got a lot of, and also I want to remind you that uh, there's a second event is uh, uh the candlelight ritual is gonna be taking place on next week, um, uh, Wednesday, October. Uh, I believe it's the second. I believe I I might not sure yet. Uh, I believe it's October second. I I was told um, uh, it's gonna be candlelight ritual. It's gonna be taking place um, at uh, Hancock Comet Park. It's gonna be held um, in the Quinty Square. So uh, this is gonna be candlelight ritual. Uh, this is a very very important to to. It's about. Uh, Honoring those of the victim and families, loved ones who were uh, got got overdose for the past decade or so uh, in the past years, uh, we're gonna honoring them. Those are the people who lost their lost their lives and uh, got got overdose. And uh, there was no Narcan back in the back in the forties, the fifty. The 60, the 70, the 80, and the 90, somewhere early to uh, somewhere in the in the modern history, in the 2000, there's no knockhand. Right now here in this, right now here in this, right now here in 2019, we do have knockhands to help save lives and uh, help uh, the victim who are unconscious. Uh, when it comes to OD and uh, in this situation, so um, this is a very very important that we want to honor them and we want to uh, make making sure that we will never be forgotten. And I believe it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be on uh, October. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be very very important. So yeah, and October second is gonna be beginning. Uh, beginning at seven o'clock, it's gonna be held in the Hancock Comet, Hancock Adams Comet Park. It's gonna be here in uh, Quincy Square. So please be there on the October second. So this is a very very important. This is a great opportunity um, to to honor them. So and those of you are OD survivors and those of you going through this turmoil and you share a lot of story. And what you what you went through in this young age, or as you get older, it's very very difficult, and it is a tough challenging. So um, so that so so anyway, so um, the the candlelight ritual is gonna be on October second, beginning at seven o'clock, at the Hancock Hancock Adams Comet Park. It's gonna be here in the Quincy Square, so please be there. So as well. Uh, there's another reminder. We're gonna have a uh, coffee with the cop is coming up on October second, beginning at eleven thirty to one thirty. It's gonna be held at Dunkin' Donut inside the President Place at twelve fifty Hancock Street in the Quincy Square. Um, I want to thank Sergeant Bach. He did a great job uh, organizing uh, a coffee for the cop events. Uh, we they did in the coffee break cafe. They did a Dunkin' Donut. Multiple time and then, and then uh, there's another place I don't know what's the other place that I'm looking at and I, there's a bunch of places everywhere you go to senior, senior housing and also, and also much more so, and she did a great job so I want to give it a shout out to the Sergeant Bogus, she did a great job we couldn't do it without her, and she did a great job so, uh, she's a social media pal and. She did a great job with Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram, and also Nestor, and also Neighbors. And 
everybody loves Karen Bakke, so everybody everybody should love her. Okay, so give her a big hug if you if you could uh, as well. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be very. It's gonna be awesome. So coffee break with a cop. Uh, it's on Wednesday, uh, October second. So if you can make it, so uh, next Wednesday. So please be there. So uh, we've got a lot of fun to talk and. I'll be there, and I'll be happy to listen to your concern, your voices, and whatever whatever's on your mind, and we'll give you some advice and uh, and what you need to do in this situation. So, whatever whatever outcome in this conversation, as well. Um, I wanna also I wanna give you update on the. Uh, I wanna I wanna remind you that um, that we have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, remind you that we we had a lot of things to talk about. So I want to I want to remind people we're gonna talk about uh, vaping and also e-cigarette. I want to talk to you about right now right here in this podcast. Um, I've been hearing a lot of uh, a lot of media outlet on whether it's a Fox News, uh, Fox News Channel talks about e uh, e e-cigarette e and the vaping issue. Uh, causing a lot of problem for those of the people who are affected inside their lungs, inside your chest, inside your throat, and everything. And it's damage to their health risk involved. And uh, we see a number of calls coming in, uh, whether it's a 911 call comes in, a medical emergency situation. Whether you went to the emergency to see the doctor immediately, whether your family member took you there to the ER or friends or spouse or colleagues or anyone in particular in this situation. Um, vaping is a very, very dangerous dangerous part and in a chemical. Uh, we don't know what, what's inside in the chemical and that is why there is a red flag comes in from CDC uh, and also FDA and also uh, public health like a Massachusetts Department of Public Health and also Boston Health Commission and also Quincy Health Department as well. They're all aware of it on the situation about vaping and also e-cigarette controversy. Uh, and I appreciate it that the Governor Baker did a great job declaring it to ban on the vaping and e-cigarette off the shelf. Uh, for at least four months until we had to hear back from FDA and also uh, the CDC to tell us what they're finding on the investigation. What what makes you sick and what causes it? Whether it's the lungs, whether it's the chest, whether it's uh, uh, your kidney, whether it's your liver, whether it's uh, the heart failure or anything like that particularly. So we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let the CDC and the FDA do their their own findings on the investigation, and I know that a lot of people, um, young people, uh, whether it's a high school, whether it's a college, and the young people out there, and it, it it does send a lot of wrong message and sending in the wrong direction, and whether whether it's come to the cigarette, whether it's come from. Uh, the marijuana, recreation marijuana, or medical marijuana, or thing like that in this controversy, in this situation. And that is why we should have a conversation about it. Uh, in this this issue about about vaping, whether it's the e-cigarette, in, in this situation. And, uh, and I've been hearing a lot of concern from every family member uh, in uh, their loved one, their children, everybody uh, sharing their story about what's going on on the, uh, the, the situation about vaping and uh, what, how you purchase it, like some type of flavor that you didn't even recognize and what makes you sick and uh, how does it happen and uh, why is it happened uh, and and there are there are a number of circumstances in this situation that um, that the chemical whether it's a whether it's a whether it's a manufacturer company who designed it a product uh, for vaping or e-cigarette um, 
those type of thing, that product that's gonna uh, make you sick and make you make you go bad and get, it get worse. Uh, there is no red flag, whether it's a recall or whether it's not a recall. Uh, there is no red flags out there. And that is why the FDA and the CDC control, they have to do, do their own investigation. And we're going to let the federal level take care of that and accordingly. And uh, we had to go through a process to, to try to figure out what's, what's, what causes it. Or what, what makes you sick and what, how does that happen? So that's, uh, uh, there's a lot of, lot of eyebrows. There are like million questions to be, to be answered, and I, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a, um, I'm not a medical research, and I'm not a, of a expert of a, uh, anything, you know what I mean? So, um, there are a lot of professional out there like doctor and nurses, uh, the medical team who are handling criteria in this situation, uh, what's going on affected your health problem. Uh, that's, that's the way it works. So, uh, to try to analyze, try to do, give you, doing the blood work, they're going to try to get you oxygen, they're going to try to get you, uh, get you IV to make sure that you're going to try to get better and better and better and better. And, and at, at some point, uh, when you, as you, as you get older, um, uh, and in adult life, and you made a poor judgment, you made a poor decision making, and you don't know what what's vaping causing you, you don't know what causing an e-cigarette causing you, and you don't know what's what's going on and how you, who brought it up at that product, and how you purchase it, where did you purchase it, they might ask you, uh, the doctor might ask you, where did you purchase vaping, where did you purchase e-cigarette. They want to know the date and time and location. They would know, and that's that's a very very important. So, if you're a patient, you go to the hospital like Top Medical Center or Red Israel Deacon, uh, or um, Brigham Women's Hospital or Boston Children's Hospital, uh, or Mass General or uh, the South Shore Hospital. Uh, Connie Hospital or any hospital here in Massachusetts. So they want to know what's going on. They want to ask you, when did you purchase uh, e-cigarette? When did you purchase uh, va uh, vaping? They want to know about it. So if you have a, if you already pay for it in a credit card or you already pay for it in debit card or you already pay in cash. So they want to know where did you purchase it and they want to, they want to keep track of it. How long have you been using it, that product? How long have you been using it? You say four to six weeks, or you've been doing every day, or moderated, or something like moderation, or anything else. They might ask you a question that, and that's very, very important. So the doctor might ask you a question, specific answer that they would like to hear from a patient. You know what I mean? So uh, that's a very, very important. So folks, uh, uh, it's a very very important you need to know when did you purchase it when did you buy it and how often do you use it so and that product so and that's a very very important so that we can notify to the CDC and the FDA so they know what's going on and they will do an ongoing investigation so we're gonna let them do their job and to see if they have some answer for it and at that point and uh, and when the time comes, and that's a very, very important. And sometimes some people say we want to file a lawsuit against that product company uh, who makes that chemical, whether what's inside the product, like uh, e-cigarette or vaping or things like that. You have the right to be file a lawsuit, and if you want to sue somebody and to to the company, that's something that you normally know what's the, who, how does that happen so uh, everybody wants to they want to get a title uh, uh, the settlement uh, what is the settlement is what is how where where should I file a lawsuit to um, my suggestion is that you have to go see one of the attorney 
uh, the law firm somewhere that who might be practiced uh, the lawsuit handling your claims, your uh, and your medical care in this situation. Uh, whether it's the product like e-cigarette or vaping, things like that. That's something that you can ask someone uh, for a consultation. You can make an appointment. Uh, see one of the lawyers out there in the law firm. They can they can help you get through this legal process. They can they can file a lawsuit against uh, the product company that you that you purchase it. Um, that that you went that you purchase it for uh, e-cigarette or vaping and things like that. They will they, the the company will pay uh, will pay the settlement to to someone. Uh, I I would say about uh, the settlement will be dealt with at the court. Uh, it's gonna go through process, and I don't know how long it's gonna take. Uh, the, the process usually takes about what uh, ten days, twenty days, or thirty days. Uh, to go through the process uh, in the court settlement. The settlement usually takes about more than fifty million dollar or or twenty five million dollar or something like that, and, and it, it, to the settlement on the lawsuit that you are filing, that you are filing a claim that uh, to that the company who makes this product for the e-cigarette or or vaping or thing like that that makes you sick, and they want they want to file a lawsuit. You have to write. To uh, to entitle to for compensation, the word is that compensation is that is uh, they will they will give you the money back to you, and uh, you can get the, the compensation if you and you while you were in the hospital you you got a treatment for uh, causing in your lungs your throat your your chest your your kidney your uh, your liver, uh, your organ, things like that. So that's what that's what you want to have a uh, the medical um, medical expense or whether it's uh, uh, the uh, the word that someone to see that you that when I when I tell you that in this show on right here in this podcast, confiscation is uh, confiscation is that. Uh, you will get the settlement. Uh, that's gonna when the judge will approve uh, that uh, that the defendant wants you uh, proclaim uh, defendant should pay to proclaim for more than fifty thousand dollars and to for the settlement on the on the medical bill on on the medical care. To take it with a treatment, whether it's a lung, chest, your liver, your organ, thing like that. Okay, folks, and that's just gonna be very, very serious problem when, when it comes to uh, e e cigarette or vaping issue, and that's gonna send a uh, send the wrong message. You don't know what's what flavor in there. You don't know what type of chemical in there. Uh, should I be worried? Is there a risk involved? And that's those things that that settlement is going to co- cost you lots lots of money, okay, folks. So uh, and that's a, that's a very very serious problem, and it's sending the wrong message to young people out there, whether it's a middle school, whether it's an elementary school, whether it's a high school student, whether it's a college kids out there, they're going to send the wrong message, and uh, and it's it's going to damage their health risk involved in this situation, and that's why. Uh, I became an advocate for a jail program, and I learned something when I was in school uh, in the past years ago. So and I learned something. There are there are bad actors out there. So they try to sell you uh, marijuana or cocaine or heroin or LSD or things like that. There are a lot of bad actors out there. So and they try to influence you and, and making you. Uh, making you go high, making you go uh, get drunk or get uh, things like that. That's uh, that's very very helpful risk involved in this situation. Uh, the other thing is that that's the other thing is that when you participate in the deer program, your daughter, your son participate deer program, 
uh, every single day during the school year here in Quincy. Uh, you got Officer Snodder, you got Officer Reese. They've been teaching you a lot of things about the DARE program was uh, to help you to educate them what is right, what is wrong, is there a consequence, is there a uh, risk involved in the other thing in this conversation. That's what the DARE officers are here for during the school year right now in this, uh, in this cycle. And this is the very, very important folks. And, and the kids, there's a lot of kids out there uh, from elementary, middle school. And they want to, uh, as they get older, when they reach a high school, when they graduate from North Quincy and Quincy High, when they go off to college or have a freedom, enjoy uh, facing the real world out there in the future. So, and, and yes, there are, there, are, there are a lot of risks involved, whether it's drugs, alcohol, um, other things, you know what I mean? So that makes you go bad and makes you uh, become an influence, you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's the scary part in the, in the real world. So that's something that, that the kids can take, uh, take a lesson from a DARE program and learn something from one of our officers, like their officer Snodder or uh, Officer Reese and, uh, or a former retired police officer like John Grazioso who started that program for the DARE program and teaching them young kids out there in uh, in the past decade or so i was there on the dare program and uh when i see them during the happy acre program in the summer program here in quincy right down in pageantville uh one mary mall potway where the road and gordon ember cedar so this is a very very important that these kids want uh, are learning of what is what is right what is wrong and there are consequences like drugs marijuana lsd uh, heroin, cocaine, uh, alcohol, all kind of stuff, you know, these, uh, these things can be dangerous part in, in this situation. And that is why the e-cigarette and the vaping is going to send a message to the kids. You know, you don't want that to happen. So, and that makes you a bad parent and the police department has the right to do to file charges and they can notify a DCF to to say, hey, you give it, you you gave the e-cigarette or you gave the vaping to the minor, and you can go to jail with that, and that's a serious consequences, and you you're gonna be you're gonna be in a lot of trouble if I were you. So, and that's that's not that's not how it works, and that's not that's not a good idea. So. That's bad parenting, so we want to be careful with that. And in a situation like an e-cigarette or vaping, it's going to send the wrong message. It's sending the wrong direction. So that's why you've seen that you've seen the story all over the news. They were talking about that, and I understand that uh, uh, there is no dare program all over the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Um, I've been an advocate for more than for more than a decade or so and I learned something from them and what is right and what is wrong and and you, you listen to them and you can ask them and and you can talk to the DARE officer when you're a doubt and you say Officer Snyder I made a huge mistake I made a poor mistake I made a bad judgment uh, in my life because I took e-cigarette e and bathing I made a huge mistake and I was in the hospital or this and that in the conversation. So, and that's, that is why, that is why these people, um, in the DARE officer will always there for you. So, in your life. So, as you get older and they listen to you and they give you advice, they will say, and that is why you should take some high risk or low risk or Things like that in the situation. So it's important that you need to talk to someone, someone that you knows you, who knows you, uh, as you get older, uh, in the face of the real world, uh, in the situation. So uh, it's important that you can talk to their officer or 
as a school resource officer or the former school resource officer like like Greg Hartnett, uh, Officer Hartnett, uh, who've been a school resource officer for uh, covering middle school. He was there for the high school graduation. He was there for uh, the Dare program for the summer uh, summertime at the Rural and Golden Emirates Theater. He always there for you. So whatever you whatever you whatever you need help and will help you. He will help you. He cares about the kid. That's why uh, we're going to put the kids first. That is why we care about Quincy first. And that's our priority. So we care about that. And I care. Officer Harnett care. Officer Reese cares. Uh, Officer Graziosa care. Officers, uh, every officer in the Quincy Police Department cares about you. So that's important. That in this conversation, whether you have a problem with e-cigarette, whether it's a bathing in this situation in your in adult life or uh, in a childhood or a teenage year, you gotta explain to them and you say, I made a bad choice, I made a bad mistake, I don't know what to do, what should I do? And some officer can give you some advice, they said you need to go to rehab, they might, we don't want to handcuff you, we're not going to press charge on you, but I would say you need to get some help, you need to get professional help like doctor or nurses or anything, whatever you need it. So and that's a that's a that's advice can be it can be possibility. So that's important. And sometimes sometimes it's it, it can be consequences. Sometimes it can be a wake up call. Sometimes it's made a, you made a mistake. Everybody made a mistake. You purchase it on uh, e cigarette. It's okay you purchase it uh uh, the bathing, it's okay, you made a mistake, it happened, it happened to everybody, it happened to a lot of people so in a generation, we're, we're not always perfect, you, you know that, so, alright folks, so, it's important that you should have a conversation with your family, and you have a conversation with your loved ones, and you should have a conversation with your children, and your grandchildren, and what you went through, and how you moving forward, not going backward, how you're going to move forward to give them, a, give them exactly advice and say, you, you're not going to end up like me because I made a bad choices by purchasing e-cigarette or bathing at the store. So don't end up like me. Your health is going to be at risk. So that's, that's what the good parenting advice is about in, in this situation. And that's important that in this conversation, when it comes to opioid epidemic issue, uh, the drugs, you know, the drugs make you sick. It can make you go overdose. And that's, uh, that's a serious consequence. And sometimes you made a bad choice and you made a poor decision making. And that is why we want to talk about uh, the e-cigarette and vaping. How how we're gonna deal with it in this situation? Is it the marketing try to send a message to to our kids? No, it's not. It's supposed to be has to be un, has to be over the twenty one years old requirement with your ID. You have to do a compliance test. Just like when you buy alcohol, like buy the beer, buy the wine, you need to have a compliance check to see. Let me see your ID. And if uh, if, uh, if if you're purchasing something at the bar, uh, you buy buy the drink, you buy the buy the beer, buy the wine, buy a uh, a cocktail, things like that in this situation. So it's important you have to have a compliance check when the when they ask you, let me see your ID, and you have to tell us that you are real twenty one. If you are twenty one, you can you can have a drink. But if you're not 21, that is a fake ID, and you're gonna go to jail. And sometimes liquor license, like uh, sometimes liquor license officer, they can go after every franchise out there who who are purchasing beverages to the minor, like alcohol beverages, beer, wine, uh, cocktail to the minor. They can they can suspend their license in, in this situation. That's very serious. And same thing with the same thing with the cigarette. It has to be twenty one years old, 
and you have to have a compliant chat folks this is a very very important in the business industry whether it's a convenience store or grocery store or anything like that you have to have a compliant chat uh, folks that's a very very important so uh, you don't want to lose that license you don't want that happen and, and on your franchise that you own the business so in, in every facility so it's important that you have to check if you are 21 if this customer is the 21 you saw and you say no you're not no you're not 21 that's a fake ID or that no you're not no you're not 21 sorry sir or ma'am you cannot you cannot have uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, e-cigarette or vaping or uh, type of a different product of cigarette so uh, that's uh, that's uh, sending the wrong message in this situation so and that's why you have to be careful of what you buy and what you what you purchasing at at the store so uh, especially the high school student especially the middle school student they then they should not be buying a e-cigarette or vaping or any type of cigarette product it's gonna make you sick and it's gonna you're gonna you, you will be sent to the hospital and you're gonna be in a lot of trouble and uh, and yes you can be face a jail time and you can uh, in a juvenile court that's what's gonna happen so that's what's that's what's gonna happen in this scenario in this situation so false uh, I wanted to make sure that in, in this conversation when it comes to the e-cigarette or vaping um, it's a very very dangerous product and you don't know what it is in in this situation and sometimes you made a mistake it happened to everybody so nobody's be perfect and nobody tried accusing you anything so uh, sometimes parenting has some bad influence sometimes it happened so it happened it can be anything you know you know what I mean so that is why in this podcast, I wanted to make sure that the viewer to understand uh, what is right and what is wrong. And sometimes, and sometimes, we all have a wake up call. We all have a wake up call. We do. So we have to move forward. And what can I do to prevent this from happening? And you don't want to end up a hospital uh, on uh, whether you that you got problem with your health. Such as your throat, your your lungs, your your heart, your uh, your organ, your liver, your kidney. Everything, everything can be total malfunction, and it can happen. So you may lose your boys, and you can may lose everything. It can become cancer in this situation. So, folks, uh, on my. For on this public safety view, and I wanted to make sure that uh, you can ask every officer at the Quincy Police Department or any police department in your community. Uh, you can ask him for advice, like their officer, school resource officer, or community policing, and you can ask him for advice and and what in in this situation. So uh, we're not we're not we're not going to charge you. That we're not going to arrest you. We're not pressing any charges in in a criminal matter but it's also giving you some advice and, and the wake-up call the word wake-up call they can give you some uh, advice that you need to do like seeking help go see the doctor or nurses seeking uh, the rehab assignment or go to counseling like go to therapy and things like that in this situation so folks, I wanted to make sure that that uh, sometimes it happens all the time. Nobody's gonna be perfect. Nobody, nobody claim, accusing you. Nobody's gonna blame you for it. So everybody made a mistake. We're all, we're all American. We're gonna come together in this community, and this discussion, and and in this podcast. So. And I want to make sure that uh, if uh, if I can be helpful to you, uh, whether it's a, whether the e-cigarette, whether it's a bathing, whether it's a cigarette, whether it's a drug or alcohol, 
anything like that in this situation. So I'm happy to help you and I'm happy to give you some advice or tips and things like that. So I, you need to talk to, uh, you need to talk to your, your school counseling. You can talk to uh, a professional like doctor or nurses or um, the um, therapist or psychiatrist or anything. They will help you with that and provide resources as needed uh, for the time being in this situation. So uh, that's a very, very important. All right. All right. So uh, once again, I wanted to close this out on this podcast. Uh, uh, the e-cigarette and vaping are off the shelf at the store, like every store out there here in Massachusetts and all around the, all across the country. So they're going to ban on that. Uh, it's important that uh, we need to get to the bottom of this, seeking answer from CDC and FDA. They're going to tell us what causes it in, in this chemical. And we hope we're going to get some answer for the next couple of days or weeks ahead uh, by the time moving forward. And and we'll, we'll have this conversation as we move forward. So, uh, And uh, once again, I wanted to make sure you that... Uh, there's no need to be worried about. So we're going to get through this. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this. Uh, the investigation is still ongoing on uh, uh, on the uh, on the e-cigarette and also vaping issue. And we'll go from there one thing at a time. So uh, there's no need to be rushed. So we're going to get to the bottom of this at some point. Uh, before we close this segment on the public safety view, uh, I just want to give you a full recap on uh, on the situation. What I said about uh, the missing person Sandra Crespo situation in, in Hanson. Um, so far, there's no word on that point on in the situation on Sandra disappearance uh, was reported missing back in August seven. We still have no word yet, so we're going to keep fighting it, and we're going to seek some answer uh, at some point before the winter season approaches. Uh, we're running out of time, so uh, it's going to take a while. So uh, once again, I wanted to, uh, I want to I reach out to everybody in the community that we're sending out thoughts of prayers to the Crespo family are going through this in this difficult time in, in this situation. So we're going to stand with them every step of the way, and we will continue monitor on the situation on the Sancho Crespo whereabout, and we're going to see some answer from the public and the law enforcement community for the next, for the next few days or weeks ahead. And uh, uh, there's no need to be rushed, and there's no need to be in a hurry. So we're going to try to find her, and we're going to bring her home safely to her family where she belongs in this situation. So uh, I don't want to rule out anything. Those uh, could be possible Alzheimer or dementia or anything else. We're not worrying out any of those right now. So we're waiting to hear from my law enforcement community at the Hanson Police Department. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take. So uh, I know that the BCI and the Special Investigation Unit are working on it very, uh, very hard tirelessly and um, we're going to go from there one thing at a time. So I uh, will provide updates to you on the social media like Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and if we hear anything comes up and we will share with you uh, as Warren. So once again, I want to thank the Quincy Police Department for sharing their report on the sighting of Santo Crespo a couple, couple weeks ago. And I've been hearing from uh, Fall River Police Department sharing their report on the sighting as well and uh, uh we're not going to confirm it yet at that point so we want you to keep your tips coming in we ask you if you see something say something if you have any uh surveillance camera in your home or in your business district uh in between of august 7th through august 31st that will that will be big help uh to 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 this investigation so uh, make sure to send it directly to the Hanson Police Department and share your video or picture or anyone may, anyone who has video camera, surveillance camera that you're driving in your vehicle uh, has a has camera in there when you're recording it. 
So please make sure to send it to us, send it to the Hanson Police Department directly and uh, with the video or anything. And that will be big help to, to the investigation. So uh, we want to put it, the pieces into the puzzle. We want to know where she where she was banished. How does it disappear? How does it happen? We, don't, we have no ideas. So we're not going to rule out homicide. We're not ruling out murder investigation. We're not ruling out Alzheimer or dementia or anything else. So we're not going to rule out any foul play at this time. So we we asking everybody to send in a video or can't or picture that would be big help on, on the investigation. So anyone who may recognize Sandra Crespo in the area could be Hanson, could be somewhere else, or could be here in Quincy. So uh, anyone uh, can continue pouring in your tips and your information. Please contact the Hanson Police Department immediately. So. Uh, we they will love to hear from you and they will love to hear from you uh, seeking information on the whereabouts of Santa Crespo. So it's going to take a while. We're not going to do an active search at this time. We're going to ask all patrol cars in the area to be in, in the vicinity in the area. So they're going to continue to be on the lookout for Santa Crespo throughout the day, throughout the night while they're doing a regular street patrol in the area. They will be, they will be their eyes, their ears. If they see anything, they'll contact to the dispatcher in the communication at their local or state or transit police department in the area. So, so they will notify them if they see them. So we want to make sure all patrol cars to be on the lookout. So they will be remain vigilant and be, be, be on alert as well. So, so that's important. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great have a great day and have a great weekend and enjoy the rest uh, the months of uh uh of September so time go fights very fast all right have a great week thank you